but it's like an anomaly or an enigma. They're like, what are, what's your deal? Who are you, right? I can't pattern match you as the black kid who grew up with nothing and made it out. Can't pattern match you with, you know? So it's like, where do you fit? What box do you go in? I'm Scott McGrew. Welcome to Sand Hill Road. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I knew black founders had trouble getting in the door at firms on Sand Hill Road. Vern Howard says, I have no idea. The thing about the door, not a figure of speech, he says. Vern Howard has had problems getting past the receptionist. He's a tech CEO who's been mistaken for the delivery man. And another time, the security downstairs would not let me upstairs. They, they didn't think I was who I said I was. Because um, I was like, oh, I'm the CEO. Of, you know, and he was kind of like, what? And I actually had to, the VC had to come downstairs to actually retrieve me and bring me back upstairs. So, yeah. So Vern, who graduated high school two years early, created the Capital One banking app and is now a high-tech CEO, has experienced discrimination. He also studies it, publishing a yearly report on how few black founders get venture funding. And I think it's one thing to kind of say, oh, well, why aren't minorities being funded or why aren't more women being funded and like what are the metrics show? But then, and, and they kind of like do a lot of press releases about it, but I want to actually pull the raw data and show that. But yeah, it's very shocking. <laughs> And black women are a small subset of that. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. What I'm seeing is like it's, it's, it's a lot of companies that are led by minorities or even women. If it is very technical and you pitch that idea, VCs pattern match so much that they... They haven't seen someone like you actually build something successful in this space, right? So and I think part... part- Part of the problem there is that the exposure isn't there, right? I mean, Sand Hill Road doesn't know about the black entrepreneur starting something amazing. And then the black entrepreneur doesn't always know someone on Sand Hill Road. Yep. So there's a huge gap. Did you leave San Francisco because of the diversity issue? I left San Francisco because I just didn't feel actualized. Like, I didn't feel included, right? Um, I'm big on individualism, right? And, And we haven't met, but if you see me, I'm big on, like how I present myself, how I dress, everything is very individualized, right? I just, I just, you know, and, and I think San Francisco stifled a lot of my creativity as an entrepreneur and as a person, right? 
um, because you feel since everyone is, you know, I hate to say this, but a lot of people are very similar in that area. You feel the need to conform to those methods to be included. And that wasn't healthy for me as an entrepreneur, um, as a CEO, as a founder, trying to create something new and innovate. Um, it just wasn't my cup of tea. And I, I, I yeah, I, I couldn't wait to leave, actually. I think a lot of people who have a certain view of San Francisco as progressive and as a, as diverse would would be surprised by that, by the, by the yeah. way you feel. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, it's funny, right? Because for me, it's it's it, it's one thing for me to say that, and then it's another thing for me to tell you my background, and you're like, oh wow, like you know, I didn't, I, I you know, I went to. Virginia Commonwealth University in the middle of Richmond, Virginia. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a very diverse population school. And, you know, just even my background, I've been around more so groups where I was usually the only black person, right? <laughs> so when I get to San Francisco and if someone like me feels that way, then wow, right? Imagine how others feel. So, yeah. Huge problem. You have you have in the past said that the black founders are over-mentored and underfunded. Yeah. Just give us the funding. Yeah. Essentially, a ton of, a ton of VCs will want a mentor. And I think mentorship is great, but execution is critical, right? So you, you, you can, you, if you tell me how to do it, but don't give me the resources to do it, then did you actually help me? You know what I mean? I think there's, there's a two-prong effect, right? It's great to have mentorship, but also you realize, you know, you see some, some VCs, and I think this is, this is something I'd really love to chat about is some VCs say, well, money isn't everything. You don't always need money to build a great company. Well, then why are some why, why am I here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well not, not even that, why am I here? Because I, I love building relationships, and, and I love that. But, but, but if, in fact, you don't need money and capital resources to build a great company, then why do some of the some companies raise astronomical amounts of funding. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's, it's, an, it's, it's an imbalance, right? If, if not, then why did this company just raise $100 million? Right. Right? What, what did they need it for if you don't need that? But, but that's actually a cop-out, right? You do need capital to raise money. Yeah, great. We can use Amazon cloud servers, but if you're building something that's live or whatever, you know, your server bill could be 30K, 30K a month. Right, which scalably is a lot of money per year, right? $270,000, which isn't a small sum of money, right? But I, I think that's something that people don't think about, you know? You've, you've given out some, some tactics uh, for black founders to approach VC. Give me a couple of those. Yeah, I think one of the, 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 the best things I did was align myself with a lot of smart people who've already done it. And, and that's where I say with the mentorship, Anyone that is actually, that I consider a mentor has actually invested in me though. And, and, I, and I, it's, it's not a requirement, but I do think it allows, skin in the game allows that mentorship to be that much more impactful, right? Um, yeah, I, I think aligning yourself with people who've done it already and super smart people is like huge because one, they'll open their network up to you. Two, they'll give you advice. And three, they'll for sure um, figure out a way to give you money and, and fund, fund your business. I think that's exciting. Um, and also, I, I think that the, the one thing I learned 
as I was transitioning from San Francisco to LA is like show up as yourself. And not to say that I wasn't showing up as myself. I was, but I was kind of uh, dimming a little of my light because I, I felt like sometimes it, it might've been uh, not received in the manner that I wanted it to be, you know? When you say yourself, are you talking about as a, as a black man or as just your personality? Just, just not so much as a black man, but in general, it was just like a lot of, uh, right? It's a lot of pattern matching in San Francisco, right? So if, if you're, you're, you're in it and you're, you're wanting to like interact and network with certain people, but, you know, I mean, some of these people that you're meeting, they might not have ever met a black kid who graduated at 16, his dad's a mathematician, he went off and studied computer science and math, and then he went to be a hacker at Capital One, and then he left to start a company, and he raised money and figured that out, and now he's here, right? It's like an anomaly, right? An enigma. They're like, what are, what's your deal? Who are you, right? I can't pattern match you as the black kid who grew up with nothing and made it out. I can't pattern match you with, you know? So it's like, where do you fit? What box do you go in? And I think boxes are dangerous, right? The more you keep putting people in boxes, you know, it becomes another pattern matching. And I think when I was there, um, I was for sure trying to figure out what the boxes were. I'm naturally a math guy, so I'm figuring out patterns daily. Each interaction, each meeting, I'm figuring out, oh, this is a pattern, and this is a pattern. This is someone they back who looked like me or came from a similar background. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're trying to figure out those boxes. And I think, yeah, it's dangerous game. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The other thing I wanted to touch on is is this idea of distance traveled. Um, when you have two candidates who are, are largely equal, uh, let's say, for a job in, in, in the C-suite at a company, when one of them is black, it's your thought that you should also recognize that the distance traveled by that candidate is a much longer road. Yeah. Explain that to me. I think this is something that's known. It, it has to be, right? Because the, the, the data shows that there's a limited amount of founders who are African-American or minorities receiving funding. 
which means inherently that the funnel, the top of the funnel, is less diverse, right? So less are getting through that first stage to get to the last stage, which is funding, right? If that is the case, then it's much harder, right? Because the data just shows that. The data shows that we aren't seeing this number of people come through the process initially. And then we also, because they don't have the network to get to these places, but then they also are not receiving funding at the bottom of the funnel, which is, it's, it's, it's there, right? The data's there. Also, I mean, <laughs> tons of stuff, political climate, everything that's gone on in these past 12 months that we just experienced. Um, it's clear the history of our country, right? We kind of know these things. Um, and I think for me, I was just like, yeah, I mean, I'm really big into distance travel. So, you know, how hard did I have to work to get in front of you versus someone else on limited resources and limited capital or, you know, these other things? If you take that into account and if you had to put on like colorblind glasses, you would actually always pick the guy who, guy or gal who did more with less, right? It's, it's, it's no brainer as an investment. Like, if you took $100 and maximized it into $500,000, well, that's amazing. It's a crazy rate of return, right? And if you did that with a limited education on the markets, and right, it just shows that, hmm, maybe if I give this guy or gal who did less, who did more with less resources, meaning a bit more capital to do more with, more capital to take a larger stake out of the pie, and more resources, meaning more informational resources. Maybe we give him access to Bloomberg. Could he make better trades? If he had more capital and access to a Bloomberg terminal and not just using Robinhood and some his, his you know, college savings, could he do more? Yeah, because he's already proven that he can do a lot with less. So if we give him more resources, this is a no-brainer. Why is there a gap there, though? You get what I'm saying? So this is travels makes a ton of sense. It's just like... If these founders, right, for me, it's funny, like I only raised a, a smaller pre-seed round and even my seed round wasn't huge, but I've done so much in comparison with some of the others in my space. But, you know, it, you know, initially when you're raising it and, 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 and when you are a minority, I see a, a ton of concerns come up like, well, why do you need that much money? Or why do you? And I just always am concerned when I look at other, you know, founders and that I know who raised money personally. I mean, that's never a question there. It's actually, maybe you need more. That yeah, makes I sense. Just find it, I find that very interesting. So distance travel is huge, but you know, we see it and we glorify it in other spaces, right? We love LeBron James because he made it out of nowhere and he's the best. We love Michael Jack, Michael, Michael Jordan because he made it out of nowhere and he's the best. But if you look around, especially in, in the minority sector in this country, I mean, Essentially, most of them made it out of nowhere to be here, right? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy when you look at it. I mean, every, most of these families made it from zero to being a Michael Jordan or a LeBron James or a Jay-Z, who we glorify now, who just joined the board of Square, right? So it's just interesting to me to watch, uh, to watch these things. Circling back to that first question I asked you about being mistaken, what was their explanation when finally they led you to the elevator? Uh, very awkward. Very, very awkward. Like, oh, he's new. I think they told, they said the guy was new. <laughs> um, and then from there, I mean, obviously it ended up being 
in both times ended up being no deal. Um, in one, in one of those interactions, uh, you could actually, like the the VC I was talking to, right? I could see that culture. <laughs> Yeah, that I experienced in the downstairs, upstairs. So that was kind of like a no-brainer. So there was Honestly, no deal, and you you were okay with that. Yeah, I was okay with it. I, here's the thing: I'm pretty good with like uh, uh, interacting with people and understanding, like in the first five seconds, how this is going to play out. And that's just because of how I grew up. You know, New York is is, is you meet a ton of different people. You got to make split-second decisions all the time. But I, I think, yeah, I'm pretty good at that. And I can actually tell how people are going to act. I have like a whole <laughs> matrix of things that I see when I interact with people, right? Like I can see if, if, I, if I go too much to my background, I'm too smart, then it's like a thing. You know, I, I can tell a lot about different people. So yeah, basically I, I, I can, when I went into that room, I could sense that culture. And I was just like, I'm cool not doing this deal because essentially I would do this deal and then have to deal with this for however many years, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's I can quickly judge a lot of it. It's funny, right? Like I have a ton of stories. It's, 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 it's just really funny for me. Um, yeah, I, I have a ton of these things, but it's when I see things and articles and all this other stuff, I'm not surprised in the slightest about most of these things. Vern Howard, CEO of Hello. Sand Hill Road is produced by Sean Myers under the leadership of Sarah Bueno and Stephanie Adruni. For more interviews with Silicon Valley's most influential entrepreneurs, check me out on TV at Press Here.